All right, before I start talking about our next destination, Cartagena, uh, I need to tell one more story about Medellin. I forgot about it, but as soon as I stopped recording, I remembered. So um, I want to touch on the the feeling of danger, I guess, in the city. I didn't feel too endangered in Medellin, a lot less than in Bogota. Bogota felt a little bit more sketch than Medellin. Let's start with that. Now, something did happen, though, in Medellin something uh, pretty sad but me and Sahib we were just chilling uh, on Carrera 10 uh, again Calle 10 or whatever 10th street and we were like right in front of like the the busy place where um, where everybody parties but we were on the side like bef- we, before going into that street we were just chilling on the side like in a quiet area and then suddenly we were just sitting down drinking water I'm not I'm going to skip a lot of the detail but I just want to tell that story We were just sitting, being passive, not doing anything wrong. Two cops show up uh, on one motorcycle. They stop and they get off their bikes and they tell us to stand up. And they're like, identification, please. We give them identification. Like, it's our first time doing this, interacting with the cops like that. So we obviously, we give them our, our driver license, our Canadian driver license. And and then they, they start patting us down. You know, they start searching us and whatever. Um, they pat us down and... Um, okay, so I guess I'm going to say this. They found, they found like, they found some weed accessories, okay? Because back in Salento, we were so bored after three days there because we had done everything there was to be, to do. We bought a little bit of like weed and we smoked it uh, over there. And we had, we still had the pipe basically. And basically they caught us with that. And like after finding this shit, we looked a bit sketch. Uh, in their eyes, that is, you know, but I mean, there was nothing there. But uh, anyways, as soon as they found this, I think they, in their head, they, they found it, they, they took it as an excuse to exploit us and they saw that we were foreigners. So I think they just wanted to, to abuse their power. And that's exactly what they did. They took our IDs and after like this, like patting down thing, they're like, uh, you know, having weed is illegal. I'm like, okay, but whatever. Like I, I started arguing with them. I'm like, there's nothing there, you know? He's like, no, 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 no. And then we we started arguing for literally 30 minutes. And I'm not exaggerating. 30 minutes. Like, I was speaking Spanish the best I could. I'm like, you guys are wasting your time. Like, like there's, like, like everybody has, like, weed accessories. There's fucking stores. Oh, my God. There's stores here that sell weed accessories and weed, like, uh, like vapes and stuff, you know. Anyways, they were arguing with us for that long. But they were just, like, busting our chops and... And I tried to be patient with them. I was. I was patient with them. I even opened Google and I'm like, I'm looking up like Colombia's rules on, on, on weed and, and accessories and stuff like that. Uh, I couldn't find anything, but even they, they went on online and they started looking for articles saying how illegal it is and how we can get in trouble. Basically, they were threatening, threatening us. They're like, we got to take you to jail uh, for one night or something like that. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, yo, do you think I'm an idiot? I'm literally, literally saying that in Spanish. I'm like, I'm not stupid. Don't try to exploit me. Like, I'm not an idiot. But they had our IDs and they didn't want to give us, give it back. I'm like, give me my ID. I'll give you a picture or take a picture. Give me back my ID. They wouldn't give it back. So after 30 minutes, I started like losing patience. I'm like, yo, I'm wasting my night here. And like I was sitting down being as patient as possible. But I I got up and they were 
one of them started pissing me off a little bit more than the other. He was like on Google Translate because he didn't know English and he thought I didn't know Spanish, but I completely, like I know Spanish. But he thought like, he was just being annoying. He was writing shit on, on Google Translate and showing it to me and it, it, had, it made no sense. And he, keep, he kept writing the same thing. So I was getting angry. So I, I get up, I take the pla empty plastic bottle, I start smashing them in front of them. Like, I literally, I, I like collapse those, those bottles in front of them and I look straight in their eyes and I show how angry I am. I smash the first bottle and then I take the other one and I'm like, I'm smashing the other one and I'm looking at them and I'm saying, you know what? Like, I've lost enough time with you guys. I look at Sahib, I'm like, walk away right now, cross the street, go to the party area. And thank God Sahib listened to me. I'm so glad he did. Because he, if he had choked and stayed or like, no, Chris, or if he had, if he was scared, like, I think we'd be in more trouble than we are. But he actually listened to me. He got up and he left. Because him too, he was like over it. You know, he was sick of this shit. And then um, after crushing the bottles and I'm like, I, I told them, congratulations. I looked at them both in the eyes. I'm like, congratulations. You just won yourself two a Canadian driver's license, you can shove him up your ass. Pretty much what I said. And I walked away. And as soon as I turned around and walked away, the big cop, there was a big cop and a small cop, the big cop grabbed my arm, like you're not allowed to leave. You know, you're like under kind of like arrest kind of thing. You're not allowed, like basically he grabbed my arm. I turned around, pulled my arm away from his grasp. I turn around, I take, I push him. I swear to God, I push him in the chest. He fucking flies away. No, I'm exaggerating. He like he, he he he's like he's absolutely rattled. He's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Is this guy crazy? Both of these cops got have guns. Both of these cops have guns, and I just push a fucking cop out of my way, like like a fucking like I'm about to start a fight. I push him away, and I I, I was losing my mind at this point. I take those crushed bottles. I throw one at this guy. I, I, get, I get it like right on him. And then I, I'm so angry. I throw the second one, but I completely miss out of anger. And then I just like cross the street and I, and I, st I start screaming. I'm like, oh, actually, no, I didn't scream. I just look at them. I'm like in the middle of the street and I'm looking at them and like, and one half of my brain is like, just go kill, kill somebody. I'm gonna, I'm, a, I'm so pissed. I'm losing my mind. And then Sahib is like, yo, chill, chill, chill. He's like, calm down, calm down, calm down. So thank God he was there to calm me down. And I crossed the street and, and just we, we walked away. But we lost our driver's license that way. And it was really a, a shitty episode, I guess. It's, it was a shitty experience, but I'm glad it happened. It was a learning experience. We learned a lot. I'm never going to give my ID to any cop. We learned a lot about how cops can be corrupted in Latam. That's a, a recurring theme in, 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 in Mexico. Also, cops can take advantage of you. So you have to be careful. Try to stay away from them. But it, it was, I guess it was a, it was an isolated case. You know, we've, we've dealt with cops later on in our trip and they were really nice. So, and they were protecting us. So I don't know, like we were just, these guys tried to fuck with us. Oh, and I forgot. Uh, when they had like during our whole 30 minute conversation like i'm like I, I told them listen i'll pay you like i know that's what you want i know you want money i'll pay you just give us back and i'll pay you how much you want how much you want oh no no i didn't ask him how much they wanted i told them i'll give you a hundred thousand pesos which is about 30 dollars which is a lot of money in fucking colombia you know and then he looks at me when i when i offered him 30 dollars or one hundred thousand pesos he looks at me he looks at his friend and they were considering it 
Oh, he told me, oh, I can't take it here. There's too many people. Literally, he's that corrupted. He's he's like like accepting a bargain. So I'm like, no problem. We can go in the side street and I'll pay you there. You know, we can go and hide and, and we do the transaction. And then he, he looks at his friend and he's like, no, it's not enough. $300 American dollars. <laughs> and then I started laughing. And that's when I started losing my fucking mind. I'm like, these guys think we're stupid. You think I'm going to pay $300 to corrupted cops that have my my driving license hostage? You can go sh- fuck shove it up your ass i i swear to god like in hindsight i should have punched him in the face but i could have gotten shot so maybe in double hindsight maybe i shouldn't have it's good that i walked away but anyways i'm never letting that happen again so that's it that's my last story about medellin but let don't let that take away from medellin medellin is an incredible place highly recommend um so i i'm wrapping up medellin that's it now after Medellin, we took a flight. We went to Cartagena. Cartagena is on the northwest, uh, uh, sorry, northeast side of Colombia. It's a coastal uh, city, pretty popular touristically. We get there, and the first thing we notice is the humidity and the heat is unbearable. It's disgustingly hot, like you can barely breathe. We had we needed a lot of time to get used to it, and even after a whole week there. We didn't get used to it. It was awful. The the humidity was like we were just like basically sweat so much, you could you could fill up a, a glass of water with the, with our t-shirts if you squeezed them. It was that hot. Now, Cartagena is is also has a nickname. It's known as Little Miami because if you look at it from the water, it looks like Miami because all the buildings or all the high rises are white and it has a Miami vibe. But it's far from it. What else can I say about Cartagena? So yeah, it's hot. It's charming, I'm not gonna lie, it is charming. It has a nice little downtown core, Centro Historico. It has nice little tight streets where you could just chill, sit. It's colorful, you can have a beer and you have entertainment, people that come dance, that come sing, that can that come rap to you. It definitely has a vibe and I understand why Cartagena is a touristic area. So that's in Getsemani, a very, very charming place, okay? And then you have like Centro, like, historical like this historical center and what's cool about uh cartagena is that it's surrounded by a wall uh it's like a, a historical like wall, a fortification wall and inside that wall it's kind of real the real downtown with like a lot of restaurants and clubs and stuff so we were seeing get some money right right beside the the center but it was very charming and, and like the best place to be, to be honest. And then we could walk like 15, 10, not even 10 minutes and we get to the inside the wall and we go chill there, have a coffee or party at night. So it has its charm. It's just the weather doesn't help because it's disgustingly hot. And, you know, like I said, colorful art, like very artsy town, uh, city. And yeah, you can go around the city as well in the little Miami area where the white buildings are. But I actually didn't go there, but Sahib did. And he said, there's nothing there. And it's actually, it's actually not that nice. And then what did we do? We did a few activities. We went on, there's like uh, five islands very close by to Cartagena. So we took a little board tour. We spent a whole day doing that. It wasn't anything too special. I'm not going to lie. It was just like a cool vibe. Each little island has a little vibe, you know, one of them is to relax, one of them is to party, one of them is to, I don't know, swim or or do something else or snorkel and, and yada, yada, yada. And 
another activity we did around Cartagena. It's about an hour away. It's like the Vulcan de Totoma. It's like a mud. You go in and you basically swim in the mud, in mud bath. And it's pretty nice, cool experience. So we did that. Highly recommend as well. And yeah, that's about it city-wise. However, I need to spend time talking about the people of Cartagena. Okay, because going from Medellin and Bogota and Salento to a place, a coastal town like Cartagena, it's actually, believe it or not, a culture shock. Even though you're in the same country, quite different. Because you're going from from like mainland Colombians to coastal Colombians. And coastal Colombians tend to be more Caribbean Colombians. So, so you go from Paisas, the pale people, the pale Colombians, the very like Spanish-ish Colombians, to uh, African Colombians. So you start seeing a darker skin, dark, blacker people, or more black people, people with like, uh, black, I guess I, I want to call it black hair. I don't want to sound racist, but you know, nice, big, fluffy, beautiful hair. And the beauty changes also. Like you go from light skin beauty to nice light skin or dark skin beauty like black girls in 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 cartagena are absolutely job dead gorgeous oh and for example in medellin they're they're a bit i want to say they're thicker okay in all the right places you know they have bigger asses like just nice bigger thighs bigger breasts round beautiful girls that's what makes paisas beautiful but in cartagena uh, they're longer, they're taller and and lanky, like uh, like they're they're skinnier. You know, there's no that much thickness, but but there's beautiful girls nonetheless. You know, it's like it's Caribbean beauty. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. And you guys can do the research or fill in the blanks, but but that's that. And also another thing I'm gonna talk about in Cartagena, a, a negative point is that there was a lot of solicitation. So so unfortunately. Cartagena is full of people that beg for not money. They weren't begging, but they tried to sell you something. They want to get money out of you. Everywhere you go, there's someone trying to sell you something or trying to hustle you or or maybe performing for you, like uh, rapping for you without your consent. And at the end, they're just going to ask you for money or like nobody is in it to, to really for uh, out of the kindness of their heart. And that's that's the thing about Cartagena. Like everybody wants your money. And it kind of sucks. And also what doesn't help is that in Cartagena, there's a huge influx of, of Venezuelans, like uh, refugees, and uh, especially from the city called Maracaibo, which is a, a city in Venezuela that is on the borders between Venezuela and Colombia. So a lot of people from there that don't have it so well back home they come to Cartagena looking for the touristic money and that's what they do they just like try to hustle you and they 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 try to get money out of your pockets so it was kind of hard to make friends there because like people would be nice but at the end they would be like give me money you know (laughs) um what else can I say maybe on on that on that topic like we were sitting down in a place called Plaza de Trinidad we were just eating me and Sahib were chilling and then we're and then, like two two guys from Venezuela come and they start rapping at us, and they, it was fun. They, they they killed it. Like it was super entertaining. But um, at the end, they asked us for money, and we gave them some, obviously for their for their talent, for their thing. But then they're but then they're like, they wanted more. They wanted more. They kept asking for more. I'm like, dude, like enough is enough. You know, like I gave you, go fucking bother somewhere else. And lo and behold, um, there's actually real like people from Cartagena real Colombians from Cartagena that came to our to our to save us they chased them away they're like stop bothering our tourists 
like leave them alone, you know. And they after they chased them away, these guys came, those real Colombian locals, and they're like, you know, we hate these guys. They come in our country and they hustle you and they piss you off. Uh, the tourists that want to enjoy the city, like they they basically asked for forgiveness on their behalf, and like we're like, yo, don't worry, like it, it was all fun and games, and it's all right. Like we're not we're not new to this. So it was interesting to see that dynamic and. And simil similar situation, um, some guy was harassing us, asking for us for money or trying to sell us something. And a cop saw, saw, saw that and he stopped the guy and let us go. He's like, go away, like I'll take care of him. So, so where we had a bad experience with the cops in Medellin, we had a good experience with the cops in Cartagena. So it balances out in that way. What else can I say about Cartagena? Oh, we obviously went out. Uh, to the central at night and obviously there is prostitution there you know different type of girls you know darker like 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 black girls or like light-skinned girls again gorgeous i have to put an emphasis uh, but obviously we don't use these this service me and sahib it's not our thing but we saw and it was cool to see and then we went to this place called alquimico we went twice i think actually in our one week there and apparently it's like one of the top rated bars in the world or in Latam, or in North America, or in, and, or in America, sorry. So we went there twice, pretty cool, cool place. And there is a beach in Cartagena, but we didn't really swim there. Uh, it's not a, a, a particularly nice beach. The sand is not nice. The water's not that nice. I mean, you can swim. You can have fun. But we just didn't know because our next destination was just that. And we'll get there in a bit. But is there anything else I can talk about Cartagena? I recommend going, but go... Try to look for the coldest month of the year and don't stay too long. Stay tops three or four days. Long weekend in Cartagena and that's it. And then move on. That's how we stayed a whole week. It was too long. We got bored at a certain point. Like It was like, okay, what the fuck do we do? We've seen everything. We've done everything. And during the week, like it kind of it slows down. You know, uh, Even though it is touristic on the weekdays, not so much going on. On the weekends, like I said, or I think my favorite part was those small tight streets where you can sit down on the sides, have a beer, see people pass by, and people come and dance and entertain you. That's where we had the most fun. And we actually met a few uh, people from locals. Uh, we met them on those tight streets. You know, we were jamming and, you know, we I don't know how we got to, to talk, but we ended up partying together and we went, ended up going out to Alquimico again together and it was just good times. Popped a bottle. So that was our experience. I've been talking for 19 minutes. That's perfect. Uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up and jump to the next and final destination with Sahib, San Andres Island. Catch you on the next one.